brought to you by your local Ford stores. Get tickets to the Ford Fan Zone online at slbs.com. Subject to availability. It's up there, it's out there, and it's gone. KCNS FM Colville. KCNS AM Salt Lake City. Live from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studios. This is 97.5 1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. That's the story of little Jimmy. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. He's a terrific BSer. Welcome in. It is the big show. Uh, Craig Bowlerjack is alongside. That's one of the reasons that we're uh, being goofy here right off the bat. How are it, you? It is, it is the original big show. Bowler. Yes, it is. Feels good. Filling in for Jake. Jake, I know you got a little something going on. Be here for a couple hours. Just drop by maybe tomorrow, and uh, I'll take it from here. Okay. <laughs> You're just moving right back in. Yeah, why not? What's that feel like, Bowler, to... Uh, to uh, to uh, have established something so long ago with me, and uh, obviously you're very busy with what you do with the jazz, but to come back in and sit in that chair, how's it feel? Feels great. Uh, I feel like, you know, it's the old cliche of riding a bike, riding a horse. You know, if you fall off, you just get back up again. So I've fallen off a few times. Yeah, so, so you and I both. <laughs> Both of us. I think we got stampeded a we few did. times. Didn't we, we did. Scotty G, if you're, well, I don't know, to talk to Scotty. Uh, yeah, yeah, he knows all up. about it. No, but <laughs> no, it's it's really great. The big show is just it just sounds right, and and you and Jake do a great job. And it's hey, Scotty. Be here. Yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> when did you say that? I can't remember. Scotty got me fired up one day. Did he? And I don't know what happened. And I just kind of lost my cool there for a minute. See, that's the thing, Austin. Bowler comes in here and he can say whatever he wants, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Well, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you. F- until the FCC drops by. <laughs> yeah. The, drops they are. A, drops a bill on, you know. Not on my tab. No, 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 no. no, no. We, uh, we kind of, uh, you know, edged up on some pretty. Uh, I don't know, uh, sort of uh, just edgy stuff back in the day. You know? We did. I thought we kind of uh, maybe pushed it a little. <laughs> but when you're competing for viewers or listeners, I should say, not uh-huh. viewers, but uh-huh. listeners. Yeah. And remember, we were just talking um, to Ryan here at the Dish Professionals about the P1 days, you know. Yeah. You, you know, you, you know you're, you, there was a proudful thing. You were prideful to be a P1. That's right. And a lot of people were. And Voller wants to tell the people where we are today. Well, we're hanging out at uh, Dish Professionals, and it's going to be a great day. We'll talk to Ryan a little bit later, but we're at uh, 8034 South State Street in Midvale. Uh, just come on by. There's some uh, jazz gear that you can pick up. I, I'm looking at hats. I'm looking at some playoff uh, orange and yellow take note shirts. So if you didn't get one at uh, one of the playoff games, you can surely drop by and get one uh, today. So... 
I know Ryan's going to talk about it later, but today only $100 cash back for signing up, and you enter to win a $1,000 grand prize. Not bad. I'll Not take bad that for sure. Do you watch as much TV as you used to? I do. You know, mostly sports, but late night I, I find myself watching, like you know, reruns of old stuff. And, you know, I've got You're still every- connected to that? Because back in the day, Baller, we used to talk about John Wayne movies and all, all that old-time stuff. Yeah, I'm still connected, sadly. I, I, I am too. Yeah. I've I mean, tried to reach out. Uh, the travel tra- channel history, all my boys say, Dad, you got to get hip. Go Netflix <laughs> or beyond. You know, you can, uh, what is it, Discovery Plus, um, Peacock. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's a channel for everything. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still kind of liking the cable or, you know, the, the, the dish. So I can, I can get it pretty much anything you want. He's Craig Bolajack. I'm Gordon Monson. Austin Horton is back in the studio. And Megan set all this up. Looks good, by at, the way. Uh, if you and I did press. this, it'd be, um, well... <laughs> Be a skew. It would be more than a skew. <laughs> you see all these. We'd be tripping over, you know what, down here. All the the plugs and the uh, the cables. So, Bola, we're going to have college football to talk about today. We've got some jazz we want to get into. And uh, I'm always curious to hear what you have to say. Because Jake and I, we, we ramble on and on and on. And it's good to have your voice come in every once in a while to set us straight. So. You guys you guys are like grandpa and grandma, man. It's <laughs> just... Yeah, yeah. I'm the grandpa and he's the grandma. <laughs> or let's just say two old bu- brothers or two good old buddies. No, you guys uh, you guys try to get after it a little bit, which is good. Um, uh, the Jazz, I you know, look, there's been a lot of talk, and you guys have discussed it. I listen to uh, the show daily, and I think there's been a lot of good spot-on comments about the Jazz improving themselves. I'm not so sure they'll repeat uh, the the record of 52 and 20 a year ago. There's going to be an 82 game schedule. I'm I'm awaiting the the release of the new schedule. I'm anxious to see if there's pod play in the sense of going to Texas and playing three games then coming home instead yeah. of jumping from Dallas to Boston back down to New Orleans and home. We'll see what the the league has learned in the last 2 years, right? Uh with the bubble and the compacted season of uh, of last year. So uh, the Jazz, overall, to your question, I, I'm excited to see. I think the depth's improved. Uh, do they stand atop the West at the end of the season? I'm not so sure that's really the goal. I think the goal now is to understand how good you have to be and how healthy you have to be in yeah. the postseason. Yeah. I think Rudy Gay, at, even though he's 35 today, congrats uh, to Rudy Gay. Happy birthday. Uh, you get Eric Paschal, who's a bigger, more physical guard. You get Hassan Whiteside. Faves is gone, so that's an interesting combination there of the bigs. You got uh, Dok Azabuki, who I think turned heads in, in Vegas and in Salt Lake Summer League, uh, along with Trent Forrest, who signed another two-way contract, and Maceo, uh, who's from Baylor, along with Jared Butler. So uh, there's a lot of interesting names and a lot of different positions. And I think what that equates to with Justin Zanuck now as general manager and the first year of Ryan Smith, Gordon, Mm -hmm. is that they looked at issues, they saw weaknesses, and I I really truly believe they helped themselves. They paid for it, mind you. (laughs) And but it also is part of the equation here as they show Donovan and Gobert 
those contracts they sign have value, more than just the cash in their pocket, yeah. but also the value of a Western Conference run, an NBA title run, whatever you want to put your, uh, your finger on. But look, the East got better. And I'm not sure how the Westbrook experiment will go with LeBron and AD uh, and what Dallas is about. Luka is a terrific talent, by the way. We'll see Dallas on Christmas night in Salt Lake City. That was slipped out earlier today and announced on ESPN a little bit later, earlier this afternoon. So I'm pumped uh, just to even know one game of 72, how of do you 82. F- how, how do you f- Before we get into the split story, and our first stop is, is it was with the Jazz, but how do you feel about working on Christmas? Well, I'm going to be celebrating with about 18,000 folks. So I got my green jacket I'm going to put on that has light bulbs in it. So it's got about, a battery pack. I haven't worn it for a while. What about your family? They'll yeah. be there. <laughs> so you're going to celebrate Christmas yeah. at the arena? I'll bring a tree and just <laughs> set it right there. Where I'll be broadcasting from, where we're up atop now. A little, uh-huh. I shouldn't say up top, but in the mid-level section. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just try to set up a tree. So you're going to have, like, blinking lights yeah. on there, the yeah. whole thing? Sure. Really? Yeah. I go all out, man. It's Christmas. <sighs> all right. Let's do our split story, Austin. What do you say? Is that all right with you? Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, Bowler, you got something for us there? You... Well, you know what? I think I do. Uh, the problem, Austin, is I did receive your email, but look at this. You can attest. So, what does it say? <laughs> it says uh, your message has not been downloaded from the server. So what I'm going to do is is going to just. You mean you don't have the liner that says, "Do you snore at night, or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea?" Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit SoundSleepMedical.com. No, I oh. don't. But I'm glad I you figured. do. <laughs> I'm glad you do, Austin. You bailed me out. Look, why don't you send that to me again? Because all it says here, it has not been let, downloaded from the server. Remember, I'm a phone guy. You know. All right. Well, we were talking about the jazz. Yeah. And uh, uh, you covered some of it there. But the, the bottom line is, do you think the jazz are better now than they were before they made the moves? And better is kind of a weird way of saying it. It is. But what, what, what do you really think? You said there were some improvements. Are they better as a whole? Well, look, you, you have to break it down from top to bottom. I think the East is better a, a lot of teams. And if health, health is going to be the main issue all the way around during 82. And this has been three seasons now that have been compacted together, mm-hmm. plus the Olympics, right, plus Summer League. And then all of a sudden, open court opens up uh, the weekend of Labor Day. And then camp opens up three weeks later, and then you're playing on the 4th in San Antonio of o- October 4. So I'm anxious to see how the Jazz work with Conley on minutes and taking care of a hamstring that's mm-hmm. been bothersome the last two to three years, and also Donovan's health, Gobert. Uh, but what you have now, I think, is a deeper team. Does it make you better? I think it makes them better for the playoffs. I'm not, and I think maybe the mental side of it too is that the pressure of being the best quote team in the NBA record-wise is a heavy burden, and so. I think the Jazz may play a little more free and easy. You may see more rest. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. But if the ultimate goal is to win a championship, that's a possibility. I'm not sure what Ryan and Justin and 
uh, Dwayne Wade, who's got a voice in this as well, will approach it, Gordon. But it intrigues me a lot. Uh, people have asked me, man, well, aren't we better? Aren't we better? You know, George Niang, great guy. I talked to him. He's, he felt like this was home. He grew up here. He, he's in Philadelphia now. Do the Jazz improve? I think it depends, too, on the buy-in of Hassan Whiteside, the buy-in of Eric Paschal, and also what Rudy Gay brings. You know, you can get tied up with age, Gordon, you know, but you have to look to see if he can still has the, the mindset to integrate himself into this into this franchise, unlike a Jeff Green. Right. Now, Ed Davis bought in, but just wasn't really able to, to play at the level the Jazz needed. So those are the things you look for early. And that, to me, I, I think the personalities of the players the Jazz brought in, I'm sure were scrutinized, they were discussed. And this has become more of a destination point. And I think that's an important fact as well. I was so impressed by some of the things Jeff Green said before the season started when he was brought in. And, and I, bought, I, he, you know, I, I bought into what he was saying. Didn't work out that way. And all the guys said all the right things this time around. Who is really going to adjust their game to make the Jazz better? I don't know the answer to that. All I know is the guys said they would and were eager to do so. So we'll see what, where, where it goes I, from here. I, I think the difference, Gordon, this time around I could be proven totally wrong, but fans, I, I think you probably get what I'm going, is that sometimes the destination point may be your last. How many options do you have? And you may just take the last one in the bucket, right, when your agent calls and says, this is all I got. Yeah. Um, but I think that wasn't the case for the Jazz this offseason. I believe that you know Mike Conley had other offers. But, look, he got a nice deal. I think basically the Jazz worked together with him not to, to overspend, even though they're over the luxury tax, but Chris Paul got a, a mountain of money. Mike Conley got a nice chunk, but he could have held any team for ransom more, or even the Jazz, per se. Uh, well, you said, this, you said that this is more of a destination now. Explain in detail what you mean by that, because there are still some folks out there skeptical about it. Oh, yeah, that. sure. It's going to take time, but I think that, uh, that uh, Ryan Smith – has made it very clear that the dynamics of this franchise and this state is more will be more diverse. That's his hope, and I think he's made some steps already in the right direction. Uh, Quinn Snyder's respect, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert's status and stature in the league. Uh, both uh, are all-stars. Rudy is a silver medalist. Joe Ingles is a bronze medalist. You have Dwayne Wade, who is part of the ownership group. That, to me, is the foundation point where I go uh, on all these road trips, haven't been on the road for 19 months. So I'm hoping we travel. If we don't, we'll have to take care of it just like we did last year. But everybody at home getting sick of you? Oh, gosh. Having you around oh, too much? Of course. Like, are you back? Now, when they say, hey, you want to do two, two hours of radio? They open the door and say, see ya. I remember when you used to go for 10 days at a time. Oh, yeah. And everybody missed you. Now that you're around all the time, maybe just take are it for Are you still granted. here? Are you still here? Get out of here. Have you heard yet? Are you going to travel? I don't know. But I'll let you. You'll be the <laughs> do, first Do you know. think the community has changed? Because you talk, everything you mentioned there has to do with the jazz, the franchise, and what's happening. I think the fact that you mentioned Dwayne Wade, I think that was a big deal. Huge. I really do. And, uh, you know, he has sway with players. Even if they're not going to line up to come here to sign and play for the Jazz, still, Dwayne's involved, man. They probably feel pretty good about that. But what about the community itself? We're seeing this growth here. 
I mean, isn't this like the fastest growing state in the country or something like if that? You, if you leave town for a week and you come back, they put a building up. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, uh, you know, fourth. I came down fourth street yesterday, and that is like the new, uh, it's like driving through, uh, what, five different complexes of downtown condos, apartments. I mean, they want to, downtown living is back if it ever truly left, but it's more of, I'm guessing, a younger crowd. What youth and younger hipsters and the southern part of the valley becomes the, the second, um, you know, the, the um, computer, Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, Silicon Slopes. Yeah, the Silicon Slopes, which Ryan is part of. Yeah. I mean, what you have now is a whole other fan base of jazz fans learning this, this, this franchise, learning the history of this team. And, yeah, I think it is, it's busting at the seams. What do you do in 20 years here in the Valley? There's not going to be, you know, much uh, to put a foot on. But it's, it's growing. I think you're getting more diversity. I still think you have old ways of thinking, anger still uh, with the Black Lives Matter uh, discussion that we had in the bubble. I mean, I still think those are things that are still being worked through. And I always said, you know, to Big T and Ron Boone, that we'd always communicate and, and, and to learn and listen. Mm-hmm. Now, I, think, I think people are, have done more of that in the last year, and I hope it continues. Man, you said a key word there, and that's to listen and learn. Both of those words are really, really important, and hopefully that, that trend will continue. Some people may never. You know, there's no, there's no way of changing some. But I think Ryan, you know, the Millers took it to a degree. 35 years, as they like to say, stewardship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ryan takes it, and I thought, wow, this will be interesting to see what direction he really wants to go. So far, he's backed up everything he has said in the sense of re-signing the stars of, and, the, and the foundation of this team uh, and, and signing Mike Conley and going over the cap. Some ownerships say no. Yeah. Stay within this. Now, the Millers always said, if you remember, to tell Dennis Lindsay and Kevin O'Connor, if it's going to help the team, we'll talk, we'll look, and we'll listen. I think Ryan is a guy who said in those first few interviews that he did, I mean, his goal is to win now. And what that does is keep Donovan, Donovan Mitchell engaged, not just for a couple of years but for the long term. One of the reasons I think that's so important, Bowler, is because Donovan was really ticked off. Uh, when they lost in the playoffs, I think he went into a, into a real nadir and was bothered. This is what everyone was telling me. I don't know what you were hearing, but he was really upset at that moment in time. And it seems like what the Jazz have done since then – uh, has uh, sort of bucked him back up again. I don't know that I've not talked with him about that, but it seems as though he's excited about what's happening here. And that's what happens when you have ownership that steps in and is willing to pull the wallet out yeah. and keep Mike Conley you have and to. draw in Rudy Gay. If you're going to be a major player in the NBA, and it's for in truth in any NBA or NFL or baseball, I mean, I grew up in Kansas City. I saw the Royals build a team from their old farm system, a Frank White, a Freddie Potek, a John Mayberry, and they get to a World Series, but they lose and they come back and win. Uh, and George Brett was kind of homegrown as well. Uh, those are names in the past, but my Freddie Potek, Freddie Potek, all five foot four of yeah, them. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a vacuum. <laughs> And Cookie Rojas, that was a great one-two on the double play combos. I was a kid, man. I, I lived at Royals uh, at the ballpark. 
Did you? Loved it. Yeah, loved it. At uh, the old Kaufman Stadium? Well, it's, that, it's old it? now, but it was brand new then. Yeah. And it's, uh, I can't believe it's going on, gosh, 30 plus. So if we were to divvy up what's important to in modern in day NBA players as far as places they want to go, where do you divide that? Because I'm thinking, okay, winning has a lot to do with it. If you have a team that's that can draw in people because they know they're going to win 50-plus games or they think they will, then that's going to be attractive. What else? Uh, we talked about the community, diversity in the community. Uh, what, what else do you add to that list? Well, I think you have to really sell the fact and fans have to believe there's a true uh, – I know this sounds crazy, but sometimes you can get fatigued of just winning – the next level is the most important. Round one, the Jazz failed. Round one, one this year. I'm talking about in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Then they go into round two, up 2-0, and out. Now the next step is expected by the fan base. And I think management is, realizes this as well as anyone, that you're going to basically disappoint because it's Donovan. It was like Carl and John. You got Rudy, three-timer. And Mitchell, and and the host of players that really have, I think, captured the 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 city, the state, the the Western region, and there is a lot of affection, a lot of a lot of people who was not digging hearing Joe Ingles' name, you know, in trade rumors. I mean, Jingle and Joe, man, he is like I'm. If for me, he's glue, and he also plays multiple positions. Another ball handler. One of the best three-point shooters in the league. But also, and he wants to be here, man. And he does. Mm-hmm. So, and I think Ryan Smith, in his own way, on Twitter, I says, there's room here for Joe. Yeah. And that squashed all the talk that Joe's going anywhere. now. But do players on the outside recognize what's going on here? Uh, if they have agents? Do they, I mean, is I believe, the word out? I believe agents, yes. From what I understand and from people I've talked to, yes. The word is... I hate to say destination point. Sound like you're on a cruise, you know? It's but not. It's not South Beach. No, no, never will. Right? It's not L.A. Mm-hmm. It's not the Big Apple. But it gives, I think, a player reason with a Quinn Snyder coaching who was what finished third in the coaching ballots of the year, and a Donovan Mitchell. You got a Jordan Clarkson who got the word out. Plus, if players stay in both, Clarkson and Conley re-signed, remember, they could have jumped ship, but they both decided to stay. That is part of the process. If your own players have a chance to leave, but you gather them back in, that's a huge message and one that I think fans, you know, begin to kind of digest and understand even more. You said something, Bowler, there that I think is really important uh, to Jazz fans. You said that Ryan Smith wants to win. Like now. Yes. Uh, you know, these guys they are bringing in, many of them, or a number of them, are a little older. And uh, it, it seems as though it's suggesting that uh, we, we, we want this now. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from the Jazz. And uh, that's appealing to Jazz fans, man, because they've been waiting a long time. Well, you've got another seven-plus footer in the middle who, when he's on, he's on. He's a good, a good big. Um, Rudy Gay... We've seen him against the Jazz toss down multiple threes. He's a bigger guy who can have a longer wingspan defending. Now, is he as quick as a cat uh, of years ago? No. But can he still gain the respect of his uh, opponent? Absolutely. And Eric Paschal's a 6'5 guy 
bigger body. He's kind of a whirling dervish. Yeah. I mean, and he's a powerful player. And, you know, let's give Royce O'Neal some credit. At 6'4", after they remeasured everybody, he was 6'6". <laughs> and he goes down to 6'4". Donovan was 6'3". He's 6'1". I'm shrinking, too. Yeah, yeah all of us are. <laughs> um, bottom... <laughs> Well, not, not that guy. Not guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got any drums, Austin, right there? Yeah. Alert, alert. I knew that's what you were thinking, Bullard. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, I just saw the Seinfeld episode when George. <laughs> the pool. I, went, I, I was in the, the pool. I was in the pool. <laughs> one of the best episodes of all time. Great, great stuff. Okay, real quick. One more thing before we uh, take a quick break, and we'll be back. Bowler Jack is back on the big show. And uh, Jake will be here later on. But, Bowler, how much better can Donovan Mitchell get? Because when we talk about the level the Jazz are at now, now you've got to have some stars who can step up and bring the bacon home, essentially. Grab a hold of the trophy and hold on to it. That creates great responsibility on a guy like Donovan Mitchell because he is the superstar. He and Rudy Gobert, they are the stars. That means that they have to replicate what what, uh, what LeBron, what Giannis, what uh, Luka, what those guys do. So can he be that? Can How much more room is there for his growth? I think the ceiling is, you know, he's, he's on the third floor of, of an eight-story building and, and, and climbing fast. Uh, and if you watch some videos on Twitter um, of him working out and what the a lot of people, is the, roof. <laughs> the problem is, <laughs> is that he uh, probably wants more time in the gym because that's his work ethic. He's a sponge because of film and all, all we know about him. But have you seen some of the video of him bouncing the ball and jumping threes in off the dribble catch and shoots one thing but also the handles and he's the way the way he's been able to go left and right and then pop the three amazing Is stuff the ankle a little better i think yeah i think he was good i think he was you know he got tweaked multiple times during the course of the playoffs but it seemed like every time someone was going after donovan they just uh, i'm not saying they did it on purpose but down he went he's like ah, oh, the ankle again mm-hmm. it just shows you if something's hurt you you look at it more when a guy falls. That's why Stockton never wanted to give any hints about being hurt. I told you that story mm. about when I was going to interview him. Tell our listeners. And he, and, and he said, uh, by the way, uh, I'll talk to you after the game. I said, hey, how's the elbow? It's fine. And he says, you got your interview, so you're good, right? <laughs> like, God. That was it, huh? John Stockton, unbelievable. Hey, let's talk to Ryan from uh, the Disc Professionals. We're hanging out all afternoon here at 8034 South State Street. Ryan, I haven't seen you forever. Yeah, it's been a while. Great to see you. Talk about the dish offer you have up today. I like this. $100 cash back for signing up. And this is what Gordon loves. You enter to win a $1,000 grand prize. Pac-12 Network, guaranteed lowest price, free next day install. You take it from there. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, we, we dialed it up today. You know, this is uh, definitely one of those days you want to get set up a dish. Do you want to uh, call us and take advantage? Because we're stacking it. Um, a lot of uh, free stuff today. We've got the $100 cash back. Um, we've done this a couple times in the past, and it's been a you know, pretty uh, popular item. And then also putting in the uh, $1,000 giveaway. So we're just going to pick uh, – and it, it's limited to the radio listeners, so it's not uh, – it's not a big group that uh, are involved in this. And it's interesting, the last uh, couple times we've done this, that I've called the winner and informed them they win the money. And uh, one of them said he willed it. 
and he said, oh, oh, did I he? actually willed it. Wow. <laughs> and the, the other one was uh, a, uh, it's actually a previous customer. So he had he'd signed up with us uh, years ago, back in like 2005, and um, came back. And, you got all, he got all his money back and then some. Yeah. Are you seeing an uptick uh, in calls because of college and NFL football? Yeah. It's, uh, it's important. I think, uh, you know, if you're – TV solution, if you've changed it over the past year or so, and it doesn't include um, the games, it, this can be a problem. And, you know, the cool thing about Dish is the promotion is, uh, is so good that uh, it's you know, a couple dollars a day, right? It's not very much money, and you can get the Jazz games. You can get the Pac-12 network. You can get the NFL Red Zone free for the season. And uh, got this great promotion where the price is guaranteed for two years. And, you know, the crazy thing I heard you talking about earlier about court cutting and so forth is they, you know, there's a 186% increase in, the, in streaming cost over the past year and a half. It is just astronomical how much it's gone up. And with uh, Dish, you know, you got this two-year price guarantee. So when I t- say, hey, it's going to be like two bucks a day, that's – that's what it's going to be. In two Gordon, years. that's that's one diet Mountain Dew for you. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, yeah, it's not much. And I don't know how, I don't know. To tell you the truth, both of you guys, I don't know how sports fans can get by without something like oh, this. You know? I, I can't believe some of the, the all the all, you would be astounded how many people call us up, and we're into playoffs, and they haven't been watching the Jazz games, like. You can't? Well, I know if I, I try to go to a friend's house or, or go to a bar or restaurant, and I'll try to watch them there. And, you know, the bar and restaurant, you can spend more money there one night than you can, you know, several months. So Right. Yeah. More than a Mountain Dew, my friend. <laughs> hey, Ryan, we'll talk to you again. Thanks for, be- thanks for having us in, hey, by the no, way. Thanks for the Dish on. Professionals give Ryan a call right now, 801-424-DISH. That's 801-424-3474. I get to say this. More of the big show oh, boy. coming back. Bowler taking it over. 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints and Locked On NFL podcast, joining us. Do I think that Taysom Hill is somebody that can lead the New Orleans Saints to the playoffs? I do. I believe that Jameis Winston can as well. And it might not happen the first year. I don't think that it would happen the first year. But I do think that with Sean Payton, with this offense, with the coaching staff, with the weapons they have, all of the pieces are there so that the Saints can do what they did with Drew Brees. Build essentially a car around a quarterback to drive that quarterback to wins and then also be driven by the quarterback to wins. And that's going to be an important piece for how they continue to build out the rest of the roster around whichever quarterback they choose to move ahead with. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, you got BYU at the bottom of each hour, Utah at the 50 mark each hour. Right now, Kalani Sitake just moments ago was speaking to the media, was asked about which quarterback has shown separation, and he's sick of the question, it sounds like. All three are showing great separation from the rest. I mean, it's, it's really close right now, so we'll have to – I mean, there's going to be some moments where we're going to have to make some decisions on, on, on how to – 
you know, function from here on out, but they're making it really difficult on us, and that's that's a really good sign. More from BYU camp in just a little bit. This BYU uh, report brought to you by the Davis Vision Summer Lace Excel. It's going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. I'll be dog. What? What? Total request Tuesday. <laughs> what am I hearing? One of my favorite sitcoms, MASH. Do you think people have forgotten about MASH? How can they? It's on I every... Mean, well, it's, it's on a lot. It's, it's on lot. all the time. <laughs> By the way, JB, thanks, pal. That's uh, one of my traveling buddies, uh, director, producer. For the oh, jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to dedicate a song to Bowler today, hit me up Is on Twitter. Right? Yeah. Okay. At Austin Horton. Here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, as it says there, Bowler Live Nation brings us band of the day. But on Tuesdays, we do Total Request Tuesdays. Total so. Request, yes. Thank you. Live Nation, Total Request Tuesday. The second half of our split story, uh, Bowler, I'm going to get into some college football. And there's all kinds of directions we can go with this. You take it wherever but you want. But let's start with uh, with what's going on at BYU and Utah as far as picking a starting quarterback. Look, can I just say something yeah. real quick? Kalani Sataki is a typical head coach yes. in the middle of August. They're filthy liars. They just are hiding everything because <laughs> they don't want their first opponent to know. They don't want the fans to have an issue or have a discussion point right now. All the three players are showing great separation. Great separation. <laughs> that, they're showing great separation. From everybody what, what, else. Well, they stand in six feet apart. I mean, that's good. That's good news. But, you know, now you, what you do is you, you now you, you mute the discussion because they're showing great separation. And, and it's going to be his decision, but when? I think it's already been made yeah, up on I the Hill too. and in Provo. I do too. Because you have to let the players know and who's getting most of the reps. Every time I was doing a college game, same discussion. Even week six, if you have a roster or a depth chart issue, they'll never come clean with you. Never. The players know, Bowler. Yeah, they have to know. They, they know who the best player is. They, I mean, every once in a while, there's an outlying situation where – uh, it's really, really tight. That's what these guys are all saying right now, but I don't believe them. I, I think they know who they're going to go with, but they want to they want to keep it close to the vest because, one, they, they want to establish a culture in their programs where you really got to earn it, and they want to prove that. They don't want guys transferring. They, they want guys to feel – I mean, okay, let's say uh, Charlie Brewer at Utah. He comes in. He learns the playbook. He goes through the process. He looks good. But – Whittingham doesn't want to just hand it over to him. He wants to make both Brewer himself and all the players believe that he earned it. And then what does that happen? What happens when someone earns something? Then they they get the confidence that's uh, attendant with that, it's that, they, res- that it, they are a leader on the it's team. It's respect. Yeah. And when you're looking into a huddle of 10 others, they got to look you and you've got to look them in the eye. They have to believe. Once, if they don't have that belief, then you go nowhere. Bowler, you played football uh, at, at you know at K State, and I, when you're in a huddle, can you sense from a quarterback what he's really about? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, because some of them are very good taking command of that huddle, and others kind of, I don't know, they kind of waffle around a little bit. Him and Haw? Yeah. Uh, no, if, if they don't have uh, the direct eyesight, line sight with all of, all of, his, all of his guys, especially the O-line, who he is so dependent on, uh, that, that's the difference maker in my book, is that the, uh, the quarterback has to have front-line coverage protection, and then, of course, he's got to have – uh, you know, targets to hit and running backs to take the pressure off of him. I mean, it's a beautiful thing when it works. And when it doesn't, it's a disaster. I remember in high school, we, went, we ran Wishbone. And we had this guy, I didn't know much about him. But junior year, uh, we come in, and I'd actually been asked to play some pro-style quarterback as a sophomore. But I knew we were going to change, so I kind of was in and out and played other positions. So we we transferred. You just go to tight end and linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Then they switched me, and that was fine. Uh, I I couldn't have played wishbone if I had to. But again, what we saw in that huddle in high school, I felt like I was in college already because it was so complicated and such a timing uh, with with the bone. You have to have a great quarterback who knows when to hand it off and and toss it to the corner. Uh, and at the college level, the complexity of the offenses are insane. Um, I can't imagine when I was calling SEC football, you know, and the Big 12, Baylor, uh, what, what Art Bryles did in those days were insane. I mean, playing on top of the numbers and the passing and all the, the check downs. I mean, look, you know, you, you, you think of Manning, you know, calling, you know, Omaha, Omaha. That was just all for show and blow most of the time. But the complexity, these guys have got to not only be leaders, but they have got to be quick thinkers and they have to be able to get the ball out and also gain the confidence of, of, of the players. And, you know, I look down at, at uh, Charlie Brewer. You know, here's a guy from Baylor. Yeah. He's a grad student. And to me, I'd have to be convinced if I'm playing, knowing he's year, in here for a year. So he's got to stand out. And from, every, from everything I've heard and read is that he's already captivated and built a relationship with the playbook and his wide receivers. Now, if you can do that that quickly, then that's the separation you're talking about of, of, with him and uh, ri- rising, uh, whoever else is in this group. And then down at Provo, it's the same thing. Man, there's got to be pressure in Provo. Oh, Guess yeah. who just went and signed a big deal and is in playing in New York? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you got it. And what did you tell me in the break? What Steve Young told you years ago? Uh, well, he said that he became a great quarterback when he when he learned how to conduct the symphony. Yeah. Instead of trying to do it all himself, he started to to you know, and, and there were a couple reasons for that. One is that uh, that. Uh, Players around you, if you're going to do it all yourself, then they stop doing what they normally do in order to be successful themselves. Routes aren't run the same way because they figure, okay, he's just going to take off running. And so Steve learned to spread the ball around. He was always accurate, always an accurate thrower. But uh, he learned the offense and uh, distributed the ball, and that's really what his job was. He was a great escape artist, but, yeah. he, but he paid for Remember it. Remember the 49-yard uh, run, uh, which was ironic enough for the 49ers? Wasn't that voted like the play of the century or something? That well, crazy run against, the, I think it was the Vikings. He got stopped multiple times, left side of the field, if I'm not mistaken, and just barreled in. Yeah. But he paid for it. I mean, he's gotten nicked more than his fair share. Yeah. 
uh, in the sense of concussion. And that's the other part of it. If you want to last in the league, you got to spare yourself and make sure that, uh, you know, make sure that you do what quarterbacks should do, and that's lead a team, not necessarily be the team. And so it'll be, So, what do you think, Bowler, is the number one reason that, that each of the coaches, uh, Kyle Whittingham and uh, Kalani Sataki, why are they hesitating with this? And what do you think is the primary reason? Are they trying to hide something from their opponents? Yes. What, what, I mean, That's it. what's the primary? That's it. I think everyone in the huddle knows. They can tell by the reps taken. Uh, if you're a defend, defensive player, you know who your middle linebacker or whoever's calling the shots, the defensive signal caller, if it's going to be your safety or a middle linebacker, an outside backer or whatever it may be. When you're playing defense, you know, you know. And I think you have the sense. None of them are going to talk about it. No. Because uh, Hanson Scotty had the Kincaid t- t- uh, kid from Utah on. Uh, the other day, and they asked him, who's no. the starting quarterback? No way he's going to give that no. information, well, you, even though he knows. I think they all know, but they're following the lead of the coaches, they have and they're not know. letting the cat out no, of the bag. And they've been told if you do, then, you know, we'll have a little. Playing time might be yeah. a little sparse for maybe, you, son. Maybe, to, maybe sitting <laughs> on the bench for a while. And I can't, can't, can't take direction. But, no, I, Gordo, I, I think it's that exactly. For Utah, it's the Weber State game. And for BYU. Arizona. I'm looking at this schedule, by the way, for yeah. BYU. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, wow. First, first month, Arizona, Utah, Arizona State, South Florida. A little different than last year, huh? Uh, yeah. And BYU, or excuse me, Utah, Weber State, warm up. But, hey, look, the Wildcats, uh, has, they, they've been respectful. Yeah. You know. Uh, then BYU, San Diego State, and Washington State. Then the heavy part of the schedule comes in with a couple of top 20 performers in USC and Arizona State. Wow. good. For, I just hope the whole season goes. I hope it's not, you know, truncated or issues pop. But this time last year, they were lucky to even get, uh, well, heck, they weren't playing football yeah, this time yeah. last year. It's good to see it played. One last thing, uh, Bowler. You mentioned the, when you were uh, calling SEC games. Tell our listeners, will you, what that experience was like? Because right now the SEC, the Super Conference, uh, other conferences are now trying to combat that by building alliances and whatnot. Explain to our listeners what what the heck the mindset is in that part of the country, the SEC. Uh, they, I mean, t- they think they rule the world. They, they kind of do. They do. They do rule the world. Look at who usually plays in the national championship and wins. Nick Saban, Alabama. Uh, you look at Auburn. You look at what uh, Tennessee was uh, and what they're trying to become again. Florida, LSU, yeah. LSU Death Valley, uh, Ole Miss. Uh, every time I did a game, it had such magnitude uh, to the to the outcome of the of the season, uh, and I, I loved every minute of it. Uh, it's a religion, to be honest. Uh, every every small town in Tuscaloosa becomes a major metropolitan area during college football weekend because people drive in these luxury uh, RVs, <laughs> park it in the parking lot, and it's like a mini city just comes out of nowhere. And people celebrate football. It's an amazing thing to be a part of. I was where, walking where, where through the it? Grove and, you know, guys are, you know, giving myself, and who was I with? Um, oh, I think it was Steve Berline. That's Ole Miss, right? Yeah. And so they uh, they were handing out barbecue and cold beers, and I said, well, look, I'll take the beer later. I got a game to call. <laughs> but I'll take, the, I'll, take the, I'll take the ribs and the brisket, you know? How but, would the call go on the game if you uh, knocked down a, a few uh, a few brews uh, before the game? Never would happen, pal. <laughs> That'd be my last call. 
What do you think it would affect you? I mean, would it affect well, your sharpness? I mean, you know, a six-pack, 12-pack, sure. <laughs> yeah. Fuller be said, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. Take I'm it, Steve. for a while. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's really a cool place. Uh, the SEC, and they have that, that ability to have the swagger because they have the riches to do so with television contract money. Yeah. ESPN basically owns it all now. CBS, I believe, will lose the SEC after this year. And what a heartbreak. But they are growing, and they seem to just want to be the you know a power. They are already a power, but even more so. And look at the TV contracts that would come in. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if BYU stays in the Independence League, so to speak. But they, as long as ESPN is going to pay that type of money and put them on the first three weeks of the season with Arizona and Utah and Arizona State, and that's, that's kind of what it's all about, the paycheck. Yeah. And if you get into the SEC, it's big money. I don't think Oklahoma or Texas has a chance to ever be as dominant as they were in the old Big 8, Big 12. But they want to be part of the party, man. But you know what? They want to be at the center of the universe. Let me talk to the fans for a minute. How happy are you going to be getting your tail beat six weeks out of 12 and finish in the middle of the pack with a small bull bid? Whoop-de-doo. It's already kind of been happening a little bit to Texas. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. The closest conference I see to the SEC is, as far as financials goes is the Big Ten. Agreed. And, um, well, know, as long as you have the big house, Michigan and Ohio State, then yeah. you have some bragging rights. But it's like every league, it seems like, is scared to death of their major powers right now because they saw what happened to the Big 12. Can you imagine in the Pac-12 if SC and Oregon wanted to UCLA? leave? UCLA? And it's the same thing with uh, well, same thing with every league. The Big Ten, like you said, Michigan, Ohio State. Are you kidding me? What would ha- what, and what happens if Clemson wanted to leave the ACC? I mean, you talk about panic mode. Who knows what well, it I think might there's be. panic uh, right now, you know? I mean, the Big 12's been just chopped in half if this all comes to fruition. Oklahoma, when I was at K-State, Nebraska and OU were, the, were two of the biggest powerhouses in college football. Right. Texas was there. Ohio State, Michigan, UCLA, you know, the Florida schools with Bowden, who just passed away. Florida State started to build their traditions, what have you. And you knew about Bama because of, you know, their great history as well. But, man, since since all this has been reconfigured, you know, Texas has lost its grip. I don't know how I was down there doing multiple games and you ought to see just the the coaches uh, conference office. Yeah. You know. Fresh hide cow, you know, seats with the Texas horns burned into them. I mean, it's unbelievable the money that's involved there. I'm surprised they want to go and be just a mediocre team and a monster conference. But if it's just the money, I understand it. But the fans are going to be the ultimate folks who are robbed because the glory days of Texas and Oklahoma – now you've got a battle. You may have some great afternoon Saturday games, right? Thursday night games. But to win it, I don't see how they're going to get past what Bama has built. When Nick Saban looks at you across the table and says, you know what, guys, you know, the two running backs I got, they're good. But you ought to see the two I got over in the dorm. <laughs> they're just as good. They're better. <laughs> 
All right. He's Craig Bolajak. I'm Gordon Monson. Jake uh, Scott will join us uh, in a bit. Uh, but, Bowler, when we come back, I want to talk about there's four local quarterbacks in the NFL right now making news. I want to get some of your thoughts about what those guys are doing, and we'll talk about it when we come back here on the big show. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30, presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON, on your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Utes are looking to decide who's going to be quarterback number one. Will it be the transfer Charlie Brewer, who threw for six million yards a game at, at uh, Baylor? Or will it be the uh, incumbent starter, albeit short-lived with his shoulder injury, Cam Rising? Rising told PK when he first felt like his shoulder was back to 100%. That's a tough question. I'm not, I'm not too sure exactly on the date. Probably close to like a month before camp or, or a month or two before camp was when I started to, to get that. No more no more problems, really. Just get to go let it rip. So is it easy not to go out there and not think about it? Yeah, I don't, I don't think about my shoulder at all. What are you thinking about when you're out there? Uh, the play and making sure that we execute <laughs> what we got going. Your Utes at 50 update every hour. This one brought to you by Oker Mountain Pharmacy. Hanson Scotty will be there on Thursday. That's Oker Mountain Pharmacy, 3665 South, 8400 West, Suite 120 in Magna. That's 30, or Thursday rather, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with Hanson Scotty at Oker Mountain Pharmacy. with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson presented by Big O Tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available Big O Tires the team you trust welcome back it is the big show Craig Bowlerjack sitting in for Jake Scott and Jake will join us in a little while but uh, it's uh, everybody's dedicating songs to you Bowler as a part of our music program for the big show. Da, so, da, 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 da. This is you and what? Zippy in the car? And a limo. Yeah, a in limo? the car. Um, Was Big 90, Dog in there with Big you? Dog, yeah. We dropped him off, and then he dropped us off because we had a little smell in the car. <laughs> but it was the smell of the playoffs. Oh, is that what yeah, it was? that was smell of the playoffs. That was uh, the second run at a title for the Jazz uh, during those two years against a guy named Jordan. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. What was it like putting all that stuff together? Fun. We had a good time. Obviously, people remember it. Yeah. You know, I, th- I, think, it's like, I think it's on YouTube if you want to just, you know, da, da, da. It was just fun commercials, <laughs> fun promotions, and we had a lot of fun every night uh, for about 40 days uh, and 40 nights where we just put on 30-minute post-game or pre-game shows uh, for the Jazz. I remember. Fighting their way to the uh, to the finals against yeah. uh, the Bulls, it was great times. 
All right, well, real quick, uh, uh, we're up against it a little bit, but I wanted to get your thoughts on Zach Wilson, Tyler Huntley, Taysom Hill, Jordan Love, all these Utah-connected quarterbacks going in the NFL right now. How do you think, what, what are your impressions of what you've seen? Well, i got to see more of Zach, but, you know, it's a good start for him because it's a tough place in, in New York, in the press. They're going to watch every move, every step he makes. We know about Taysom so much because of just the versatile athlete that he is. And I think that's where Tebow came into play with the Jaguars and Urban Meyer. Could he actually be a tight end? Could he be a, a multifaceted kind of, um, you know, H-back? Could you toss it to him and let it throw it, kind of like Taysom's done? Obviously, we know what happened today, that Tebow's dream is, is dashed. Is he going to go back to playing minor Once league again. baseball? Well, he made it to Triple A. I don't know what else he wants to do. He left the broadcast business. Um I just saw that Alex Smith signed yeah. uh, with ESPN. So is there room for Tebow back in TV? <laughs> well, it's amazing to me Tebow how many TV. people are captivated by that guy. Yeah. And he really hasn't. He was a great college quarterback, obviously, but uh, hasn't really been able to stick anywhere. But he's made a lot of money one way or another. So uh, well, he's an athlete. But you know what? doesn't mean that you're going to succeed at multiple sports. I mean, he could throw the football at times in college under Urban Meyer's directive, but it didn't really turn out that way in, mm. in the pros. Uh, when you look at him, he's a specimen. Oh, and yeah. they tried him at tight end, but you know what? You've got, have, block. you've got to have the blocking scheme ability to slide. You've got to have good feet. And, you know, they didn't waste any time. I mean, he was the first of five cut on their first, on their first cut day. Well, uh, as far as Zach Wilson goes, Bowler, I, I, I watched all his plays in that first game, that scrimmage on Saturday. Not scrimmage, but a preseason game. And he, lo- he, he looked sharp, man. I mean, he looked good. He looked. I mean, he wasn't overwhelming, but he showed what he's capable of doing. He looked very confident. He looked uh, poised. And, uh, I, you, know, you know what that did for him? That, that – Everyone backed off a little bit after he showed like that in a preseason game because he was taking heat in practice. People, people, those Jets fans were going crazy after seeing him play in one scrimmage. And he struggled in a couple of practices, and that's New York. That's the way it goes there. But I think the kid is is pretty sharp, and he's pretty calm, and he's pretty confident. So we'll see where it goes from here. And like you mentioned, Taysom Hill, I, I never really thought Taysom was a, an NFL starting quarterback. I, great athlete, and they've been using him in the past in ways that are very effective. But I just don't know if he's the passer necessary to be successful there. Jordan Jordan loves a talented guy. Always has been, yeah. Yeah, he that that kid can play and I don't know how it's all going to work out with Aaron Rodgers. And Tyler Huntley uh <laughs> I mean I I I you know, he's looked uh what did Harbaugh say? He said he won the game for him the other night. He did. The other day. Gave him high accolades. That's hard from heart for Harbaugh to say by the way. Yeah. It really is. So it's good, though, to have that type of reputation in the league with that multiple quarterbacks that are making an impact. It's fun for college fans around here to watch these guys play. And I don't know how much some of them are going to play once the regular season starts, but obviously Zach Wilson's going to play. And it's and I don't know about Taysom Hill yet. The other guys, we'll see. There's a couple of quarterbacks that they have to climb over to get there. But, Bowler, where the heck are we? Hey, we're having a great time. Uh, We've got some customers just dropping by to sign up. By the way, the Dish Professionals, it's 8034 South State Street in Midvale. And we talked to Ryan, who just runs this place like a... 
like a quarterback, you know, <laughs> tossing it 70 yards downfield. Uh, Ryan, uh, you got a customer at the table as we speak signing up right now. It's a hundred dollar. Uh, it's a hundred dollar day, I guess I should say, right? A hundred dollar, a thousand dollar day. Yeah. It might be an eleven hundred dollar day if you're lucky, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you've got uh, t- today only a hundred dollar cash back for signing up, and you have a grand prize that's worth a thousand bucks. Pac-12 Network. We've just been talking, yeah. you know, college football, and if you want to see the Utes play. Here's a place to get it. Yeah, and, you know, today is the day. And, uh, you know, every year we do this, we see a lot of people um, wait till the very last minute and, uh, uh, you know, then scramble. So okay, I'm not getting the game. Don't do that. Call us today. Get the 100 bucks cash back. Get the two-year promotion. Um, Dish has given us the ability to offer the a Nest Google Wi-Fi router as a promotion, too. So when you get set up, you can get that. And, uh um, then movie channels, Pac-12, NFL, Red Zone, free for the season. It's just a this is just a great opportunity to uh, get your TV situated and a two-year price guarantee. Yeah, that's a that's a lot bigger than a lot of people think because prices go up a lot, and especially this last year. I mean, they say it's like I don't know what the, the short-term inflation, but it seems like everything has gone up. And right now, if you lock in, your price won't. Ryan, I got a question for you. I mean, you just mentioned a bunch of good reasons to to uh, sign up through uh-huh. you. What are other reasons? Why? I mean, some people might say, why don't we just call Dish Network directly? That's a great question. You know, we get that uh, occasionally. People will ask us straight up. I say, well, so should I just call Dish directly because I'll get a better price? And uh, it doesn't work that way. Dish has uh, set up as a premier retailer, um, which stays basically we're like a storefront or a showroom for them here in Utah. And uh, Dish understands the value of, you know, having somebody there that uh, knows the market, understands the needs. And um, by doing that, we offer, you know, really good local customer service. The price is guaranteed to be the very best. Uh, we're here for you if there's a, a problem. And, you know, you've you've had a little thing. Jay, you know, Jake's lost your remote here and there. And, you know, we're... <laughs> <laughs> I think I went through the laundry. Is that right? I'm not yeah. 100% sure. I'll do it. But I, I can speak to that because I've been a customer for quite some time, Ryan. And anytime any issue comes up, man, all it takes is one quick call and boom, it's taken care of yeah. like within 12 hours, yeah. it seems like at Sometimes least. Sometimes same day. Yeah. If you call us in the morning, we're pretty quick. To, we'll just get it handled as soon as we can. So. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I know we'll talk to you later in the afternoon. Uh, $100 cash back for signing up, a $1,000 grand prize you can enter to win. Don't forget, college football on that Pac-12 network. That's, that would drive the boat for me. Yeah. Uh, we're at the Dish Professionals. Make a call right now at 801-424-DISH. That's 801-424-3474. And, Gordon, when we come back on the big show, Kalani Sataki, we'll hear from him on the big show. <laughs> now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Utah tight end Dalton Kincaid. Talk about Cam Rising and Charlie Brewer. I'm not asking you to pick favorites here. I'm just saying, you know, what are the strengths and what are these guys bringing to the table right now that, as Coach mentioned, this battle is neck and neck right now. I mean, in the spring, uh, you know, everyone kind of said, you know, Charlie's the guy, Charlie's the guy. And I know Cam's a competitor, so I knew he's going to come back stronger than ever. And that's kind of where we're at right now is it's definitely neck and neck. I wouldn't be able to make a decision right now. I'm more than confident in both of them being able to do the job, so I think it's just going to come down to it, and whoever can just be a, a playmaker and take over that offense. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.